Hi, this is Anna of Partia 2. You may have heard of me. Catch all the action live on Tuesday at 8.30pm Mountain Daylight Time on twitch.tv slash partyof2rpg. I hope to see you there. Oh, oh no, Bruce. Wait, wait, Bruce. Oops, gotta go. Hello, and welcome to tonight's episode of Party of Two, where a married couple takes on a world of gods and monsters. I am your GM for this story arc. I am Haley. And I am your player uh, for this uh, story arc. I am Weston. Uh, I'll be playing as the cleric sorcerer. Yes, and I have a GMPC named Anduriana, who is a tiefling paladin, excuse me, champion. Oh, Pathfinder people, please do not burn me at the stake for that. Um, champion fighter. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, it's a change from first edition to second edition. It's a change for everyone. I know. I just, I am trying. Um, anyway, so we have a couple of announcements before we get into tonight's stream. First off, thank you so much for being here. We are very happy to uh, quote unquote see you guys. Um, but our first announcement, we are so stinking close. We're getting closer. So Come on. close. We have like seven followers or seven eight. or eight. 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 We need eight followers um, to hit our goal of 50 to do our special giveaway for our amazing critical coasters. Let me show you what they look like. I got one too. Oh, you have one? You have yours too? Oh, yes. look, we need coasters. Woo. So these are the coasters. Look at the coasters. Hi, Reaper. You could have one of these, Reaper. You could. Get your friends to come follow. Yes. You could get one. Anyway, um, they're made out of 100% bamboo. Um, very good for the environment. The backing is out of cork board. And I make them. So they come directly from me to you. It is a labor of love. Yes. Complete labor of love. Um, uh, secondly, we are still doing our donation drive for Utah Parent Center, which is an organization that helps parents with kids with autism. Um, we have utilized their resources, as our oldest is autistic, through um, IEPs, which is schooling stuff, legal things, trying to figure out the world of having a child with autism. What, and your, they, what your rights are and what, your op you, know, what you can ask for, because a lot of times you don't even realize you can ask for certain things. Yeah, so they are a completely um, non-profit organization, which means they rely heavily on donations, so if you feel like you're in the giving mood, please feel free to um, donate below us in the about section. Yes. Yes. And that's me. Off to Weston. Alright, uh, so VOD uh, will be up on Friday. Yep. Um, so it'll be up Friday morning, uh, so that way you can watch it when you're not working on your Friday and just waiting for the weekend to start. Uh, and then we will also be releasing additional episodes of the podcast that day. Uh, episodes 11 and 12, which will include the recap and the first episode of the new arc, will get um, put on podcast on this Friday. When, let's be honest. I will get it up as fast as humanly possible. So hopefully it's before Friday. Friday. Hopefully it's before Friday. Friday. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yes. Friday. Okay. <laughs> uh, so yes, we will get those. Um, but if you have not, again, if you have, there's, if you are not completely up to date on the story arc, know that things from arc one will come back. So yes, they everything that has led up to now while not directly impacting what's happening at the moment in the storyline is going to be important later. But we understand you don't necessarily have the time to watch 30 hours of gameplay. So There is a recap 
video that has been put that is on our YouTube channel. Uh, it's about eight minutes long and it'll take you through all the main story points of the first arc. So if you're yep. looking, if you know someone who's like, Oh yeah, but I don't you know. I don't know what's happened so far. Well, in eight minutes, they can know what's happened so far. Yep. It's all the highlights, which is awesome. So go to our YouTube channel party of two RPG. Um, was that, I think that's it. Everything. Are you ready? <laughs> Are you ready? Absolutely not. Are you ready for what's coming at you? Yes. I'm ready to go become a murder hobo somewhere. Dear Lord, you had better not. I will not allow it. You know me. I'm not. Go ahead type. and roll the tape. And rolling. Welcome back. So, last time on Party of Two. Yes. You and Anna, as and Anna, went on a little kind of mini mission to find Farmer Magdalene, who had gone missing. She had been there when you arrived at the safe house in the middle of the forest in Ravenel, and when you woke up the next morning, she was gone. Through a fairly intense um, series of combat against a uh, Feywild creature that I'm not going to attempt to say because I said it wrong about 50 times last stream. <laughs> um, like tigers, uh, you did manage to defeat them. No, However, I did not. As I did not manage down, to defeat them. Shh, I'm doing the recap. <laughs> as did go down and needed to be saved. However, everything was all right. And they did find Farmer Magdalene in the home of a fairly mysterious woman named Alea in a golden roofed, beautiful home in the middle of the forest. Without much to go on other than Alea and Farmer Magdalene were very good friends. They connect they recouped from their combat and as was given a little bit of a mission by Alea asking him to please help find a leader within the Bellflower network who had gone missing and the rumors that there might have been an infiltration as members of leadership had been going missing throughout Cheliax in the middle of the smuggling operations to get halfling slaves out as we ended, the party and Farmer Magdalene now was returning to the safe house back through the forest into the meadow and grove that they had been at originally. As, what would you like to do? Uh, have we made it through the barrier yet? Or are we still walking through the uh, interesting woods? As you go through the woods, you realize that the barrier is gone. Okay. All right. Um, I will turn to uh, to Farmer Magdalene. Well, mm -hmm. uh, um, sounds like you know the way better than we do to get back. Uh, we followed the the sunflowers, but lead the way. 
Of course. Uh, she does a quick look around to kind of get her bearings and... Uh, the halflings are waiting. Let us hurry. I can imagine that they are, and they are probably worried at this point. Yes. So, uh, Farmer Magdalene does a real quick, just look around, uh, gather her bearings very quickly, and then just starts walking. She is surprisingly agile and quick for the halfling that she is, and she is able to traverse the terrain, which would be a little bit more rough terrain, uh, but she's able to handle it really quickly. So within just a few moments, she is, she is like going. Am, am I able to follow? Yes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you are able to follow, but she's like woman on a mission. She is going through the forest. As you guys continue through and you and Anna are following, uh, Anna does turn to look to you and say, um, so I guess the barrier is down. Uh, yes. Uh, we, killed, we killed the creatures, so that makes sense if that's why Alea put it up to begin with. Yes, uh, it's at this point would not be needed, no. I would imagine. Well, I'm, I am not sad to uh, avoid it. <laughs> that was no. not fun to walk through. Getting sick is not exactly something that you like. No. Well, anyone likes, anyone. of course. You and did not like it time, either. I know the second time I went through it was a lot more uncomfortable than the first. Are you, are your injuries I'm fine. cared for? I'm really, I'm fine. Right. I'm. Very good. You, you are too? We, if we are going to be traveling to, together for any lengths of time, we might want to work on our teamwork. I am a little tired of being <laughs> knocked out. <laughs> I, on a kind of like nods and understanding and is you you are trained for combat i am trained for espionage i know but as we travel through these woods we might need to uh, engage in combat more often than i am experienced with that's true that's true We'll have to discuss it, I, yes, I guess. Yes. I mean, it's not like we can do training. Well, we are in the middle of the woods. I imagine that the travel to our, whatever our destination is will take time. Mm, unless they have a transportation circle. That would be really nice. Have you, ever, have you experienced one? No. I, well, I have heard uh, Titus had used at times. I have not. Oh. Well, they're actually quite interesting, and they're very nice, and I would like to not have to travel through the forest, so if I, I ask Farmer Magdalene if we have one. Knowing the Bellflower Network, I personally would doubt it, but I mean, we, we, can, we in, can see. We are in Rivenel now. We're not in Cheliacs anymore, so maybe. It's a total pipe dream, you're probably right, but still. We can ask, we can ask. I, I would prefer not to walk through the uh, woods for weeks. Yes, and she kind of adjusts in her, um, her, her uh, shield, or not shield, her oh breastplate. goodness, her breastplate, and is like, yes, I, I agree. I would not like to walk. Zan looks very hot. It is. It's, it's not exactly comfortable. Um, so yes. So as you go through the forest, there's nothing of note. You hear the, the birds... Uh, going, uh, go ahead and give me a perception check real quick. Well, uh, as uh, hearing her say that, um, I am, he is going to, well, I could help with that little. What, with making it uncomfortable? Yes. You're going with, to make with, it uncomfortable? With the heat. 
Oh, with the heat. Okay. If you would like. How? Uh, and I'm going to go ahead, um, since I'm we're getting towards the end of the day, and I'm going to use resist energy, uh, which can give her a plus uh, five resistance to fire, uh, to heat. And so that way, then she will be perfectly comfortable uh, in her armor. All right. Uh, take it as a, a thank you for your help. How do you cast this on her? Um... Oh, geez. Uh, resist energy. Um, okay, that's one of my... Uh, with that, um, all he does is he takes his hand and he touches it to her. He's like, what, one moment. And he touches it to her chest right above where her heart would be. Okay. Um, and she feels from there just this cooling sensation as suddenly what was hot is now less so. Hmm. Huh. Can you do this all over the place? Like, could you do it to my clothing as well? It is to you, not it's to, to the me. armor. Yes. It wow. is a. It is a. A bit more powerful spell. So, if we are, you know, in in danger, I would not want to do it. But we are getting close to the end of the day, and. I will rest most likely soon and be able to recuperate. Well, thank you, Az. This is quite wonderful. And she, yes. she definitely, there's a little bit more of a spring in her step as she's walking forward, and she there's a rejuvenation from the fact that she is not blisteringly hot um, at this point. But the, uh, give me a, a perception check really quick. All right. That is an eight with plus 12 is a 20. Okay. Dirty 20. As you look around, you notice a distinct absence of that foreign alien feeling that you had before, that you had, when you had walked into the forest originally and felt that, that is now gone. It now feels like a normal forest. It now just feels like a normal forest with birds twittering and um, you can hear the slight scuffling of small rodents and whatnot in the underbrushes. You guys move quickly uh, through the forest itself. Um, the other thing that you do see an absence of is the sunflowers. Those are now gone. Interesting. Yes. Okay. So you get out of the canopy as you get closer and closer to the meadow. The canopy... Um, gets less and less dense the trees get a little sparser apart from each other and the sunlight is streaming through much better and you feel more of an airflow and you come out into the meadow and there is the uh, safe house hut kind of thing <laughs> um can I use perception to see if there's if everything's as we left yes, it yes please do Oof, that's a two we got stopped by the pen you hit the pen. Can I? Yeah, go ahead and reroll <laughs> it. Oh, my God. There I only got a 10, so it didn't turn into a nat 20 or anything like that. Okay. Uh, so that would be uh, 10 plus 12 is 20. 22. Um, everything looks basically the same. There's nothing yeah. really that is disturbed. Um, you do hear the halflings chit-chatting with each other back um, on the backside by the garden at the house. And you notice that everything seems very calm. There isn't okay. a lot of stress right now happening. Uh, it has only been a few hours since you guys left. Good. As does uh, call out 
Um, and says, we are back. I told you it would not be that zong. And you see Tip's head pops out from behind the house. And she says, oh, oh. And she turns back the to. The farmer Magdalene is, is here as I said she would be. Yeah, she, she turns back really quickly and you hear just the muffled sound of speaking. And then all three of the halflings come back around and um, Tip comes up and is very exuberant. She says, oh, Farmer Magdalene, you will be so proud of what we did today in the garden. And as if she's not even paying attention to the fact that Farmer Magdalene was gone, mm -hmm. she reaches out, grabs Magdalene's hand and takes her back by the garden and begins showing her the work that they had done in the hours that um, they had been tasked with the garden. They have weeded and pruned back some of the vegetables, stalks, and they pulled a lot of the vegetables that were ripe and um, things that were needed to be moved around a little bit. They did manage to find the well that is at the back of the property and bring the water out. So they had done, they have done an incredible job at taking care of this garden while you guys were gone. And Farmer Magdalene, says thank you so much this is absolutely wonderful i assume you all worked in some form of agriculture back where you were previously and chip nods and she said yes uh, i was in the kitchens and steven or steve he was out in uh the farther farming areas in actual chelyaks and he would come into the citadel every day with that crop that had been taken and then um brennan he kind of just went wherever was needed, so um, he did get a lot of very random skills. And she kind of looks at him with like this very strange, like suspicious look, but it kind of like wipes it off and is like, "But yes, we have we have all worked in that." And Farmer Magdalene says, "You've done a wonderful job. Thank you, thank you so much. Let's all go inside and have a meal from this wonderful food that you have have." prepared well you know taken out of the ground for us um and we will let as an on a um rest a little bit from their adventure and she takes the three halflings and they all go inside and leaves you and Anna um kind of just standing there at um, the side of the house as uh as um they're they walk back and they're now just as an Anna um he turns her do you have any where specific you wanted to go after this um not really and she turns around and starts undoing the straps to the breastplate mm -hmm. and um starts to kind of remove the outer stuff and she's taking the sheath off and whatever so she's just doing the normal like removal of armor do, as you're can I talking help? do you need help uh sure if you would like I, I i have helped tie this with armor before yes um absolutely and she kind of lifts her hair and pulls it back and over her shoulder and turns around as she's finishing up all the buckles in the front. She kind of leaves you to and do as, the ones in the back. As starts in it, because uh, signifiers a lot of times actually will have armor. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, so he begins helping very uh, well acquainted with how to remove armor, how where all the buckles are and everything like that mm -hmm. uh, to secure it. And so he helps her remove that because it, it actually it takes, it, it takes, it takes a, a while. half an hour if you don't have assistance to remove a full plate. Wow. She doesn't have full plate on. I don't think it's that long in Pathfinder terms. Is I it? thought it was. Jeez. Is it not? 
Well, it takes a while. It takes a while. It's halved. The point I was trying to say was it's, it's halved, halved if I help. Yes. Um, if someone helps. So, um, in a in a fairly quick amount of time, you guys are able to do that. But while um, you are removing the the armor, she does continue speaking and says, "Well, you know, honestly, I'm still incredibly uncomfortable being near the hole in the mountain." Yes. That is still this, there. So close to the citadel. Yes. Um, we're very close to the citadel. and Though I do I, not think we will be here very long. No. So my only real desire is to get away and to get farther into Chalia, or excuse me, farther into Ravenel and get closer to safety. I would not be surprised if they have sent. I would not either. I... Do not think they will know where we are as long at the moment, but we will need to move quick. Everything at this moment rests on Captain Trionis and Brutus yes. and what they have told them. And if they left Titus alive, which I would not be surprised if they did not kill him. Even if they did defeat him, I would doubt they would kill him. Probably not. Not, a, sell, not a fellow signifier, no. not a fellow member of the no. Order and the Council. It's... And well, there's no way for us to know. There's well, l let us... I can only imagine that Magdalene has plans. Tonight, we need to ask her where she thinks we should go. Yeah. Speaking of, what was what did Leia hold you back for? Oh, um, business of the the network, um, some possible issues up north. I want to ask Madeline about more details. I will I will let you know if it becomes more than rumor. But Why? there are apparently some issues up north. Yeah, it. I yeah. I I, right, I guess right. I should ask: Are you interested in the in the network in helping the network more? Honestly, as long as it it takes you farther from Jeliax, we are good at hiding people from them right so so now all the armor's off and yes. she is um just in regular like leather tunic and all that and she turns around and leans against the house i do have a quick question as, as we're yes. taking off the armor perchance she still has the sash that we found in the crypt under the uh in the caverns underneath the citadel. Yeah, it's in the house. Um, oh, it's in the house, okay. Yeah, she does, she didn't take it with you guys. All right, cool, I was wondering. Um, on your <laughs> excursion. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, that's in the house. Uh, so she so she leans back against the, against the house and kind of puts a foot up, and you can see she's deliberating. She's trying to decide something. And with a really deep sigh, she says, Last night you 
tried to get answers out of me about who I am, about where I'm from, what I want. In 100% honesty, I, I did not want those answers in, in that. All I needed to know was if you were a danger to the network. I needed a, ye I needed a yes or no, and you gave me the answer. So do you not want... Okay. If you would like... I've, I can. I am very re willing to listen, but that you is don't your choice. Care all that much then? No, <laughs> it is not that. I do not want you to feel like you must. One secrets like are one's own to give or keep. Well, that's true, and I have a sister. I haven't In seen... Hell Knights? No. When we were 10, well, when I was 10, she was 8. Um, we were... Um, I'm just realizing now, I don't think I've ever talked to anybody about this. Um, we We were in a very small very small community at the borders of Chediax and Isgar. Which oh Isgar. Yes. To the to the east. And yes. we um we were running I'm not exactly sure from what. I was young. But we had left our home in Taldor and traveled all the way down the continent through Isgar and settled on the border, near like right on the border in Chelyax. I, I had thought that your accent was unique. It was not Chelyaxian. No. <laughs> I wondered no, where the Taldoran accent came from, but this makes sense. Yes, yeah, so... We we moved there when I was young, and um, my parents were very outspoken about their faith. Which faith? The faith in Phrasma. Ah. And when I was a girl, when I was very young, three or four, I was devoted to her that in Taldor. That is not an approved uh, Chalaxian <laughs> religion. Yes, I know. See, they, well, most people in Chalax don't care, but would they not give lip service to Osmodius? No, and not only did they not give lip service, they spoke out against him. Oi. Yeah. So, when I was ten, the guards came in the night, the Inquisition, from from the Hell Knight Order, and they took my parents away, but <sighs> now I guess I should tell you everything. Um, they didn't take them away, they killed them right in front of me. Mm, I hid my little sister so she didn't have to watch, and After they were dead and our home was burnt down, 
They took me. And Sia. That is your sister? Yes. And they separated the two of us. I was sent to a a monastery uh, because I was such a fighter and they thought they could use that to good use and Sia went somewhere and I have never seen her since. So you ask me what I want. What I want is to find her. You do just not know find out if she's even alive. You do not know where she is? No, they took her. I was ten. There was nothing I could do. Mm. The order of the pyre, I've imagined. They pride themselves as uh, executioners of cults, they claim. Yes. More so persecutors of all things not uh, Chalaxian. Yes, there was a signifier with them that was particularly nasty. Um, but So you do not know where? Sia is? No. They did not take her? No, they did. But I don't mm. know where she is. They didn't, they didn't leave her with me. They took her away, so... And she kind of kicks off of the house and um, kind of shuffles her feet a little bit and uh, says, so that's what I want. Um, So I'm fine right now, honestly, going wherever. Being a guard for the Bellflower Network is fine. um, But I know I most likely will have to go back to Cheliax at some point to find out what happened to her. I'd like to, to use diplomacy. Okay. Um, six plus nine, but 18. Okay. Just, uh, oh wait, actually, I don't think it's, it's not plus 12, it's I plus 11. It's one less. It's one less. <laughs> so 17. Um, and so he looks at her. The network has eyes and ears everywhere in Chilex. If you want to find your sister... There are few groups better able to help than the network. Probably. Um, we can see if they can find her. If she's even alive, she might not be alive anymore. If they took her, is she as you? What do is you mean? Is she a tiefling? No. There's none of the demon blood? No. She is as human as human can be. If they took her, there is a good chance that she was sold. And if she was sold, then that is the Bellflower Network's purview. That is our focus, not just halflings. So... The largest population of slaves is halflings. In Jellyax? Yes. But if she is a slave, then that is what we do. All right. If you think you can find her, I... 
honestly, I kind of gave up hope after a while. I tried to find her. I tried to get information and... Stay with us for a time. And let us see what we can do. Right. The Hell Knights... Do they generally do not kill what they think they can use? That's true. That's why I was still alive. Yes. <laughs> little horns and all, and she reaches up and pats her little horns on top. Let us talk to Magdalene. All right. We can get the eyes and ears open. Mm-hmm. It will take time, but it's a start. That's true. That's true. And then suddenly you hear the door out um, in the front kind of sh- slam shut, and you hear Farmer Magdalene's um, footsteps coming down across the patio and around the corner, and she says, Are you two done talking yet? Because we, we've, got, we've got dinner and stuff uh, inside. Just one moment, Magdalene. Yes. Before we go in... What's happening in Cartago? Quintago? You see her just kind of like... That is a discussion that you should not even need to have. And she looks into the forest a little bit and just kind of shakes her head. Let's go inside and eat. Um, I don't want to involve the others. Uh, yes. <laughs> so let's wait until after we are, we are in fed on and, and watered, as it were, and then we can discuss it. Yeah. Okay. So all three of you then start to walk in. Okay. Um, Go inside and um, as we as we do get in, you know get near the get into the house and you know the if I remember we're coming in from the we're coming in from the front right. Mm-hmm. So as we're there, I do look up and remember where. Um, Anna's room is. I do turn to her. Anna. Hmm. I remember that we found something in the caverns under the the citadel. There was a oh no yeah a, uh, a cowl. yeah yeah um just a second so I'll go so find, find it yeah just just a second and she takes off into the room and she brings back um the bag and while she's kind of doing that and begins rummaging through the bag. The table is spread. All of the wonderfulness. There's a lot of um, obvious garden essentials. And um, there are um, jerked meats and salted meats and um, some um, no fresh chicken or anything like that, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, But there is everything else um, that will make a perfectly fine meal. Um, for you well, they, one of them mentioned that she worked in the kitchens, so I'm mm-hmm. sure she could figure something yeah, out. Yeah, so she figures something out's good. Uh, but so as as Anduriana is pulling the bag out, everybody sits down and she begins pulling out her the different items that had been in the bag, and you see the the small trinket boxes mm-hmm. and the the rocks and. The precious stones or the precious um, gems and stuff, and then she pulls out this wad of of um, cloth, mm-hmm. which is a cloak, and she hands it over to you and she says, um, "It feels weird, so I have a feeling it's magic, 
So here you go. So as is, is going to uh, take it, and then uh, we're, this is like at dinner time, right? Yeah, so, so we're, so we're the, like everybody's sitting down. and. So oh, you notice that as uh, is, uh, he, he's was eating. Now it's kind of like this, this mindless, not really paying attention to the food. <laughs> uh, he is completely distracted and engrossed, and I'm going to take 10 minutes okay. um, and try and identify this item. Uh, so since this is a divine magic, mm-hmm. uh, which I can use read aura to, to get that it's, you know, divine, um, I will then use the identify magic from religion, mm-hmm. natural 20 Oh my gosh. for 30. Oh my goodness gracious. So we definitely identify it. Okay. Well, in that time, you guys are, um, sitting and, and eating and you're doing your thing. Um, you identify the Shroud of the yes. Afterlife, if you would like to read So that. this is a um, an item that actually was at the end of the last arc. Uh, it is a relic. Um, so you use a single action to activate it. You can do it once per day. The shroud You shroud yourself with power from beyond the living realm for one minute. Uh, when it's active, you take on a pallid appearance and gain poison resistance equal to half the relic's level. And a plus one status bonus to saving throws against death effects, disease effects that would make you paralyzed, poison, sleep effects. In addition, your DC for recovery checks uh, from death and dying and all that stuff is nine rather than ten plus your dying level. Okay, well, that's nice. And the relic level uh, generally is your level. Oh. So you gain um, poison resistance equal to half your level. Okay. Okay, that's cool. Um, just so you guys know, um, Weston is the one that was the, the GM while when this came into play, so I didn't really know what it was. <laughs> yep. Um, he had just handed it to me and said, we need to identify this. <laughs> um, cool. Okay. So he gives it uh, back to, to Anna, and it, well, at first he kind of it tells her what it, he looks is this is divine Magic from the boneyard. This is of Phrasma. Well, isn't that serendipitous? And she reaches out and kind of takes well, it. Well, it was by the gate. That's true, it was. It was over by the gate to the boneyard, wasn't it? It was between the the mm. gates to the neutral realms. The, the maelstrom... The Z, Boneyard, and Axis. Well, all right then. And so he tells her kind of what it, you know, it, it will give you a greater resistance to poison. Is it like the cloak? Could I, like, fight with it? Does it have a mind of its own? No. Oh. What is the cloak? It, it's an old fairy story where there's a cloak and it comes to life and it like fights with you and like does things. Uh, ah, no. Okay. This cloak, though, the <laughs> magic will make it so you are harder to kill and that you recover from ailments. Oh. Uh, it is filled with life energy. Okay. Uh, well, thank you. It's like, I guess I will wear it when we go out. If it is of Phrasma, then I think you are the right one. And she kind of like manipulates it a little bit, and the fabric is really is very soft to the touch, mm-hmm. um, as if it has been 
very greatly worn, but it has not been like worn through. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. Like the fabric's all very, very soft, but it's been very well taken care of. Um, and she kind of like puts it over her arm and feels it for a minute and then puts it down and is like, well, I, I guess I'll have to relearn how to fight with a cape or a cloak, I guess. Well, that's fine. Right. It's, it's one, it, that's wonderful, though. Uh, thank you, as very much. Just. And Farmer Magdalene kind of sits back and she, she's like, oh, that was a good meal. Good meal. And the three halflings are kind of like starting. You could you can see they've worked really hard that day and went on that gorgeous garden. And can you guys tell I have garden envy? I want a garden. <laughs> um, and they kind of they all kind of look a little a little worn out and it's kind of later in the evening mm -hmm. now and you notice as has barely touched his food because <laughs> she was enthralled by this magical item <laughs> um and tip kind of being the ringleader that she is says she leans kind of pushes herself up on the table and says well i think we should probably and then steve reaches out grabs her and pulls her back down she's like no no tip's like okay and Steve says, when are we going to the safe house? The real safe house. And Farmer Magdalene's a little taken aback because Steve hasn't talked much since everybody got here. And uh, as, as definitely is kind of surprised. And Steve says, your house, and she lo he looks at Farmer Magdalene, you're not Farmer Magdalene, no. Farmer Magdalene, we'll say Farmer Magdalene sitting next to you. There you um, and says, I am so thankful for your hospitality, for getting us out. It is been absolutely bizarre to not be in the citadel anymore however when are we going to the actual safe house the one where we have permanent lives that you guys you you said and he does look to you as at this point says you guys said that we had lives that we were going to be able to go into that that we're not that we're not this and I, I, I mean, and then he's, you can see the bluster that he had just moments ago kind of starts to shrink a little bit. And it's like, I just, I would just really like to not be a displaced refugee. And then he goes quiet. And the room's kind of silent there for a second. And then Farmer Magdalene breaks out into laughter. <laughs> She's like, Steve... That is a fair question. Fair, fair question. As would probably, though, any type of behavior outside of normal would make him a little wary. I do want to do a sense motive. Okay, go ahead. Um, uh, so that, that is 11 plus uh, perception, so that's a 23. Okay. Um, you can tell he is tired. He is... Emotionally very wary. Not wary, weary. Okay. He's tired of not knowing what was happening. The emotional strain of the last couple of days has been really, really intense on him. And he is definitely wanting to find something that is complete. That is like the end of their journey. They had been promised that they would go somewhere where there were other halflings, uh, organization, village. Yeah. And this is definitely... Not it. And it does make them nervous to be as close to Chelyax as they are. Because mm -hmm. um, they've all heard the stories of slaves being brought back 
and what happens to them mm. when they are returned. So Farmer Magdalene um, reaches a hand out across the table and just kind of puts it on um, as, mm, yeah, this is not a huge table because no. this is a house for halflings. Mm -hmm. um, she reaches over and she touches Steve's arm and she just says, I understand. And that is one thing that I, well, I was going to talk to you about it tomorrow morning, but we can talk about it now. Um, we have a couple of options for where you would like to go. And she pulls, she goes um, to the wall and she pulls off the large map mm -hmm. that is on the wall, like kind of just pulls it down off of its little placard and brings it over the table and puts it down in front and says, we have a few areas and you normally wouldn't be given a choice because of um, our organization is very organized. We know where everyone's going at all mm -hmm. times. However, there's been some changes and so there are some options of where you could go. Can I have a sense motive yes. as she says changes? Mm -hmm. Dang it, only a five. Uh, that's still a 17. You hear the hiccup, but you can't really determine a heck of a lot more than that. Like, you can tell she's, there's something she's going good on. At hiding her. Yeah. But yeah, she's, she's, she's pretty good at hiding what's going on. Um, so she said, so you, we have a couple of choices. And will you hand me the map really quick? Yes. Actually, nope, just kidding. You can have that back. Oh. Um, so for our viewers, the map is in our um, circle of images. So, And this is a an, uh, a map from uh, you know Pathfinder World of Galaria. So yeah, this is a, a World of Galarian map um, that I actually wrote upon. I went through it and did all of the um, merchant... Merchant uh, roads, roads and, and the shipping routes and any of the cities and towns. I compiled a whole bunch of them because in Pathfinder, there are a lot of different versions of maps. There's old Cheliax, there's the old Teldori Empire, or Teldori, excuse me, Teldor Empire. Um, and so I had to compile a bunch of stuff. So this is one that I compiled myself uh, to make sure that it was as accurate as possible. Yep. Um, so, so Farmer Maglin, looking down at the map, she points up to uh, a very small little town near the north of the country, and um, it's called Brynmore. Okay. Just to the east of Kentargo. And she says, Brynmore is, on paper, a human establishment that has been here for a very long time. However, in reality, it is a halfling village and it is where a lot of our slaves our freed slaves go um, to recuperate and to find peace as far from Cheliax as you can go in Ravenel yes I, well, I mean you could go to Vire but that's not technically in Ravenel no um, the other place that we do have is even farther north it's not in the country of Ravenel at all. However, we have not had we've not had the greatest luck. Where is it? Um, it's farther up north, and she kind of gives you the shut up thing, and says, "So we could, we can send you farther north if you would like, um, but our best." situation would be to go to Brynmore 
in the north. Az is going to pipe in at mm-hmm. that time and say, I have heard of Rhinemoor from other members of the network. It is a good place. And Anna's like, absolutely. Az looks at Anna being like, don't try. Don't try. <laughs> and the three halflings... I'm not even going to make on a roll for deception on that one because no, she has gonna... none. Um, I, I guess I should, I, should roll, like... I should roll for deception on myself yeah. um, on that, um, which I did get uh, nine, and I do have an 11, so I yeah, still 20. 20. Yeah, yeah. They, they believe you, and they have a, a um, predisposition to believing you anyway. Yes. So she does, or they, they do kind of like look at each other, and they look at Farmer Magdalene, and they're like, well, I guess we'll go there. That's fine. Um, is there any reason we shouldn't? And Magdalene says, no, no. Um, this, it's a wonderful, wonderful place. It's just very far um, from here. If you wanted to go farther north, we could take the sea route and go that direction farther north, which is a little bit closer. You wouldn't have to travel through forests, but... Yes, so let's go there. Let's go to Brightmore. That's a good idea. And you can tell. Give me a. Give me a. Yeah, I'm wanting check. to because I'm. <laughs> I know that face. <laughs> was that a one? Was Was that a one, babe? It's a one. Oh, that was a one. Which plus eleven is still twelve. Okay. Um. Yeah, you don't really. You have no idea what's going on. Where's that hero point? Where's that hero oh, point? You never give me my hero sorry, point. Sorry, here's your hero. Give here, me my freaking here, hero points. Here's your hero point. There. Give me. There's my hero point. <laughs> Take it. Take it. I do not want to okay, win on this. Come okay. On. Okay. Come on. Come on. Come on. I wish I could have you blow on the dice. Do you, you want? Know? Do you want something that's a little bit easier to roll on? What What, what do we got? Do we have one of the? Oh yay! I was looking for one of these. Right. I don't know where our other one went. Natural 20. Are you serious? Boom diggity. Jeez Louise. Go from the nat 1 to the nat 20. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that is a 31. Yeah. That's, Tell it to me, baby. That's a critical success. In your experience. That was a good use in, of your points. I know. Jeez. <laughs> in your experience through... Um, your espionage and your ability to read people and figure out what's going on. You have a Sherlock Holmes moment and you realize she is desperately trying to keep like everything away from Kentargo. She does not want to go to Kentargo. She does not. Well, she does not want the halflings to go to Kentargo and she is very much kind of pushing this idea of maybe going somewhere else. So she's trying she's, to make them go north? She's wanting them to go north, like farther north. She's not wanting them in, in Brymore. No. Oh, okay. So she's she's not, and it's not even Brymore that's the issue. It's Kentargo. It's fairly close to Kentargo. Um, and the little bit that Alea did tell you previously, you think it might have something to do with that. Um... As is going to then, uh, sensing this, say, um, well, the farther you are from Cheliax, the harder you could be to find. 
Is there anywhere else that you think might be better than far north? Who are you asking that question? To uh, Magdalene. Magdalene. Um, and she looks back down on the map and she says, we do have a few settlements that we could go to. They're not full settlement settlements of halflings, though. Um, and we have found that for recovery purposes, it's better to be with halflings. Mm. Um, so let's just plan for the moment and you can kind of see she's kind of like crap there's really nothing else that i can give them right now um so it's not that it is honestly that at the moment brymore is the best option but mm -hmm. she just doesn't like its proximity proximity to kentago at the moment okay so she she, it's like she kind of wants them to go north but kind of doesn't and knows that brymore is probably the best place for them but Kentargo is making her nervous right now. Gotcha. Okay. So she kind of relents and just says, okay, um, does Brian, Brian Moore is, is probably the best place for you to go. Um, is that amenable, I guess? And the uh, other three, the three halflings just kind of look between each other. And Steve says, well, if it's a halfling community and it's other people who were slaves like us, then, yeah, that's fine. And so she takes the map and she kind of turn, goes back and puts it back up on the wall and says, okay, um, that is about a nine-day journey from here. So we will need to prepare uh, to go north. And she looks at you as, and Anna, and says, are you... I am assuming that you are planning to come with us. Um, and unless, and she looks to Anna and says, unless Lady Hell Knight has something else she would like to do. And Anna just sits back and says, I'm as much of a freed slave as any of them. So I have nowhere else to go. Um, as uh, we'll look back, I go where the order, where the... Network needs me. That is where I have always been. Yes. And Tara then he Magdalene's looks. Like, yeah. Then he looks kind of at her intensely. The citadel was a very dangerous place. I do not shy away from danger. No, as I know you don't. And she kind of. She she definitely gets what you're laying down. Mm -hmm. She picks it up. Um, puts the map back on the wall, turns around, and very quickly, knowing that this conversation can no longer be avoided, ushers the halflings yep. uh, back into the back room and um, begins giving them instructions on things that they're going to need for the journey ahead, for the long journey ahead, and... You and Anna are once again kind of left with Magdalene. Um, well, you're left alone as she's doing this. So, if you have anything you want to say to Anna or whatever without Magdalene there, um, if not, we'll he, just he will. He'll, he'll look at at Anna. Although I know that the 
network will help. It is sometimes not bad to negotiate. They could use, we could use your help. And if you uh, negotiated for certain assistance, it would not be looked upon unfavorably. So you want me to leverage my sword for help to find my sister? Yes. <laughs> you could have just said that. Again, I am <laughs> what I am. <laughs> that as has never been a truer statement. And then Farmer so. Magdalene begins to um, walk back down the hall and um, comes back and sits down at the table. Um, I am including in this time that dinner was cleaned up. Yeah. And put away. Everybody chipped in on that um, before the halflings were um, kind of ushered into the back room. Yep. Um, and with that, we are going to take a break. Okay. So we are going to take a 10 minute break. Uh, I have got to go to the restroom and get a drink, or maybe some tea. Uh, but don't go anywhere. We will be back in 10 minutes to uh, hear what story Farmer Magdalene has to tell about the missing leader of the Bellflower Network and what is going on in Contargo. Yes. So see you guys in about 10. See you in 10. Hello and welcome back. I hope you had a good break. We had a good break. I ate a very small apple and drank a protein shake. You were hungry. <laughs> I was! <laughs> it's not my fault. Please wait for Just technical checking. technical prowess over there. <laughs> Our tech guy. So we I'm realized, I just realized that the music had not been going in the first half of the show and I could not figure out why it felt weird. And that was it. But I set the mood. Mood is now set. All right. So as we join our intrepid adventurers again, they are all sitting down currently to have a conversation about what is going on in Kentargo. What to do, what to do. Oof. What to do, what to do. All right. Okay. Halflings so, are in bed. She just came back. Yep. The halflings are in bed. They uh, She just came back to sit at the table and um, she comes in and sees you as and Anna sitting both looking quite expectantly at her. And she kind of bristles <clears throat> a little bit, but comes in to sit down and takes a seat at the head of the table, which is not lost on you as the meaning of that. Bit of a power move. A little bit of a power move by Farmer Magdalene. And she sits down and says, all right. And she looks at you as and says, what did Alea tell you? She told me that there may be some issue that is in need of possible help, which is what I do. What? Now the music is distracting me. <laughs> Skip to the next track. I need to take this track out of the lineup. Um, much better. 
Thank you, my love. So she says, yes, these things are true, but I need to know exactly what she told you because I need to know what holes I need to fill in. She told me that the agent, Kira, mm. that was not Kira? Tara. Tara. Heard it wrong. Tara, that is in Cantago, that you have not heard from her. That she has gone silent. Is that all? And that someone needs to go there soon. sticking her nose where it doesn't belong. Right. Okay. So, in the last few months, our leadership has been having trouble. Mm -hmm. You know of the group that did not make it out of Citadel and Frack. Yes. And that was not an isolated incident. We don't know if they're all connected, but we have had more and more missions that have been either sabotaged or cut short or just flat out unsuccessful. Though. Well, wait until you hear it all and then yeah. I, I will get your thoughts. So that's been happening all over. Not just in Cheliax, but in Nidal and in Iskar, in all of the countries around us that are dealing with slavery on a pretty regular basis, we have noticed a significant uptake. The situation with uh, Terra Cylinder is different. Do you know? Of Terra, has anyone spoken to you of her in the past? Roll can you kind of recall knowledge? Yeah, do a kind of a recall knowledge. Uh, can I use my underworld lore? Yes. On this? Mm -hmm. um, let's see. Uh, it's a 12 plus 10, so 22. Nice. Okay. Um, you do know her name. She is a very high, not as high as Farmer Magdalene, but she is a very high-ranking official. She'd be a, with, a, a farmer. Yeah, she is a farmer, um, but she does not go by a title okay. within the network because her main um, mission for all of it, no matter what she's doing, where she is, is espionage. Gotcha. It is to be under the radar. She is spoken of in whispers and in rumor. She's the ghost. She's the ghost. However, because Farmer Magdalene is the leader of the organization, she knows Tara very well. Um, and so you know all of this. Yeah. You know everything that I just said. Um, so, yes. You know her. So, Farmer Magdalene continues uh, with the conversation and she says, Tara has, I don't want to say gone missing because it's not unheard of. This is why Alea, Alea believes this is a larger issue than I think it is. 
Alea believes that there is something nefarious afoot, but Terra goes on missions and goes silent for swaths of time, and she always comes back with an explanation. From what I saw of Alea, she is a powerful user of magic. That she and is. And seems to know things. Is she wrong regularly? No. She is not. Is there reason to doubt her? Other than the fact that she doesn't know Terra? No. But that's the issue that I have with this situation, is that this is not an unheard of thing for Terra, but in all honesty, all the cards on the table, I do think this is, it feels different. But I don't feel she has gone long enough to be really concerned. And at this point, Anna um, pipes up and says, so she's missing and she looks at you as and says, how you guys are all speaking as if she's been gone for a long time. How long has she been missing? Father Magdalene just kind of is quiet and looks at you as and says, did Alea tell you how long she's been missing? Not that I can recall. And Father Magdalene looks at Anna and says, she's been gone for three days. Amend that. She was supposed to check in three days ago. Then and was she her did last check-in before that? And Anna looks at you and says, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> and Farmer Magdalene says, I heard from her last approximately two weeks ago. We go about two weeks between check-ins because of the amount of time it takes to send messages. Yeah. That, so is, that is not so it is possible, and Anna kind of leans in and says, interrupts Farmer Magdalene and says, it is possible she could have been gone at this point for over two weeks and you would not know. And Magdalene just... Look, this is not your organization, she's saying this to Anna. Mm -hmm. This is my organization. And if I need to be worried, I will be worried. And then she looks at you as and says, the reason I didn't want to get you involved is you have already done so much. You have done so much for this organization. You have, you have sacrificed so much for us. I wanted to give you something small. I was going to have you escort the halflings to the, to the, to Briarmore and, or Brynmore and to enjoy a little time off. M Magdalene. I want you to look at me. You know me. Am I going to fit in in the small halfling village? No. I have but lived I in the city my whole life. I do not farm. 
I do not think that you would. I just wanted to give you a chance to just be for a little bit. So, to be or not to be <laughs> is not the question. Oh <laughs> I could could not myself. Could not myself. Um, the question is, where am I needed, Magdalene? This is the first time I am free. I do not know what to do with freedom. I need purpose. I need something to do. If you leave me in the middle of a small village, I will go nuts. <laughs> I, I believe you. I believe you. I really do. I just, I, I had wanted to give you the opportunity so, to do something different other than risk your life and limb for the Bellflower Network. Where does the network need me most? Where does it need my skills? She leans back and looks at you. I want you to make a diplomacy check. Yeah. Come on, Dicey. That's a one. Plus 11 makes a 12, but natural one makes an automatic failure. Sheila, Farmer Magdalene leans back in her chair, and she definitely has more of an attitude of, I'm not getting you involved. At which point, on a point pipes in and says Father Magdalene did you have any idea what I was doing before what my official duties were at the Citadel I'm assuming as did not tell you and Father Magdalene kind of kind of just thinks for a second says he had just told me that you were a, a hell knight I saw what you were doing obviously on the mission and she says exactly I was on a mission to find missing people interesting how I was just doing that and former Magdalene kind of kind of smirks and says yes and you did seem to be quite good at your job and <laughs> Oz as uh, is going to uh you know, hearing this and looks over to Anna and says, Anna, have you ever been to Kintargo? No, as in fact, I, I have not been to Kintargo. It is a gorgeous city. <laughs> I think it is a great place for vacation. You want to go on vacation in Kintargo? Yes, definitely. <laughs> and All it, right, it looks at, I, I uh, think that that is a fantastic plan. It looks at Magdalene. And, uh, in, in just kind of smirking is like, I am free, no? You are? Well then, I have always wanted to see the capital. Kind of a smirk. <laughs> Please understand something as, and she looks at you. 
you go this direction, there is no getting out. Not in a creepy godfather way, but it's a play. It's a good play. Um, he, he looks you, at... You'll, you'll get sucked in. This is what happens. He turns to... to looks at Magdalene, dead in the eye. I was sucked in the moment I saw Cowl stealing. Where else would I go? What else would I do? I don't know. This that's has been my life for more than two decades. That is the point of freedom. The point of freedom is to do something with your freedom. And if I had intimidation as a skill, I I'd use know. it. You don't need to intimidate. <laughs> nope, I don't have intimidation. And Anna, Anna leans, uh, kind of pipes in as well and says, Look, Magdalene, I understand what you're trying to get out here. I get it. I really do. You want to protect. That is your nature. That's why you began the Bellflower Network to begin with. But please understand, this is not... This is not a thing that we are not going to do. However, and she gives you as a kind of pointed look, if we're going to do this, which we will, I need your help. Farmer Magdalene kind of crinkles a little bit. She's like, what do you need? I have a sister. And she's looking at you as is for like reassurance. Like, this is okay. Like, mm -hmm. literally, I never talk about this. I'm gonna nod. I have a sister. Her name is Sia. We were separated. When I was ten, she's eight. She is not a tiefling. So most likely, as has told me, she was sold into slavery. So, I would like you to use your extensive information and find her, if possible. As is, is going to look um, at Ma Maglin and using his diplomacy, um, he is going to uh, kind of lay out the, the situation with the... Uh, Order of Zipaya was doing a inquisition. Her family did not worship approved deities. You see, Farmer Magdalene's face kind of go almost deadpan because she knows what that means. Do you want to go ahead and okay. do your diploma or diplomacy? Oh, that sounded better. That's a nineteen plus oh, eleven, so that's a thirty. Okay, so everything that you say. Yeah. Holds a lot of weight from here. So, yeah, uh, that, so, you know, you know what they do. Her sister was not a tiefling, nothing of import, but was 
of good stock, was not injured, no deformity. Looks at Anna, and you're kind of asking. No, she's fine. She she was perfect. What do you think the order would do with such an individual? Well, if, if it was the order of the pyre that took her, she would have been sold immediately. Ja. And what do we do but rescue slaves? You're right. We do have an extensive network. We could find her, most likely, if she is still alive. Ja. And she looks at Anna and says, I'll do this, but not because you are willing to go to Cantargo against my desires, but I will do this because of what you've already done. And Anna kind of nods and sits back. And then Farmer Magdalene looks at you and says, If you're going to do this, yeah. if you really want to go do this, you will have the full weight of the Bellflower Network behind you. I will get you in where you need to be and get connected to the people you need to be connected with. However, please understand, you are not going to be hidden. Do you understand? I can't hide this. When have I ever been able to hide this? I know, I just am, I'm just wanting you to understand that we don't have, we don't have cloaks of disguise. We don't have circlets of invisibility. And as, as she says this, um, <laughs> as smiles, puts his hand on Anna, and then suddenly, um, oh, get me check my spellbook real quick. Um, <laughs> I've got too much stuff in front of me at the moment. Um, um, I haven't practiced one bit. He touches her and then puts his hand over his face and says, "And there is the gestalt." And suddenly he looks like Anna. Everything just kind of changes and morphs. And Anna's like, "Whoa, whoa, what just happened?" Um. As I cast the um, exchange image, um, where I get to take on the appearance of a target. Um, however, I don't get to take on their voice. <laughs> so it's just an appearance. Yes, it's just okay. appearance. So it's still my voice coming out. Mm-hmm. And so he looks at her. I know how to hide this. And he puts his hands up and touches the horns. <laughs> So is it a physical thing? Like, it can be touched. It's not just an illusion. It can be physically um, manipulated. Uh, see, it depends on... It says you trade you trade appearance with the target. Uh, you take on the target's appearance, and they take yours. Oh. So Anna now looks like you. Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize that it gave them my image. I read the spell slightly wrong, but okay. <laughs> okay. So Anna now looks like you, and Farmer Maglin says, this didn't solve the problem as you are still here. And so then I, <laughs> I, I dispel it. Uh-huh. I dispel it for, for a moment, and then say, very well. I touch her hand real quick, cast it another time, 
Do you have to touch them to do it? Um, I believe so. It's range is touch. Okay. So I touch her hand real quick, zoom, and then I cast it again. Um, and there is yes, gestalt. And then I now am a halfling, and I look like her. That is freaky. Stop it. I know how to hide myself. You do not need to hide me. Yeah. And then he just, you know, lets it go again. She goes back, and all of a sudden she was taller, and now she's her she height is again. To, to her halfling height. So she looks, she, she's kind of like, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. You can, you, you've proven yourself, thank you. So then she looks at Anna and, and says, I, if you, if you guys are going to go, um, which I should no longer say if you were going, we will need, um, we will, we will all travel together up to Kentago and from there I will take the halflings to Brymore. Agreed? Yeah. Yeah. And then she, she does look at Anna at this point and says, you need to protect him. And Anna's like, well, he doesn't really need protection. He kind of can handle himself unless it's against, like, a fae folk or something. Do and not bring that up again. <laughs> she, they both kind of giggle a little bit and smile and say, no, no, no. That's not what I'm talking about, Anna. And she, she does take a minute and really, really looks at Anna and says, I need you to protect him from society, not physical. Because while he is wonderful at espionage and he is wonderful at evasion and he is wonderful at all of these amazing things, he gets a lot of unwanted attention. And you can see Anna is very, very confused. She is legitimately not understanding what's happening right now. <laughs> and she, so Farmer Magdalene can tell that she's, she, not, she's not getting She's it. not looking at me at all. She's just looking she's at Magdalene. Looking at, she's looking at Anna. No, Magdalene's not. I mean, Anna's not looking at me. No, Anna's and, not looking okay. at you. All right. And so, so she's looking straight at Farmer Magdalene. She's very confused. She doesn't understand what Farmer Magdalene is saying. So Magdalene looks at you and is like, a little help, please. You know... I don't understand how she doesn't get it. Is, is Anna looking at me? Anna, at me Anna's yet? now looking at you. Like, do you want to do a sense motive on on me? Kind of just. Yeah, let's let's do let's just, do uh, her only roll for the night. Oh, that's a nineteen! Oh snap! Um, per, it's your perception, so yeah, it's plus like so plus nine. Nine, so it's yeah. twenty eight. <laughs> As is super uncomfortable. Like, <laughs> like bright like red. Bright red, trying to sink <laughs> into his chair, trying to not be here at the moment. Um, which, by the way, I did notice um, I have a, a hat that lets me cast illusory disguise instead of okay. exchange. Uh, so that okay. way I just take on an image. <laughs> okay, cool. That makes sense. But, yeah, super uncomfortable. Super embarrassed. And uh, and he's not looking at Anna. He's looking at the table. He's looking at Magdalene. Are you, you're really not? Okay. So then she looks at, at Anna and she's, she's about to spell it out. She said, Asmir's are the perfected 
version of whatever race they were born into. Do you get it now? And Anna looks at you as, and is like, do you mean the, do, the do, fact that he's attractive? Do you remember the, the first time we spoke? Yes, I remember. I mean, that. not the uh, not after I, I treated your wounds, but no, I in the medical. That. Yes, in the medical. I asked you to come into the the medicine cabinet so yeah. that we could discuss the, the. I could try and get you to help me, which you were very resistant to. Yes, you asked me to be alone with you in the storeroom. Yes. He looks at, at Magdalene. Anna legitimately does like, not understand what's going on right he's now. He's like, not sure what the... And then she, Magdalene just kind of looks at you. She's like, do you, want, do you want me to explain it? She's really... I cannot believe she doesn't get it. Yeah. Um, he, he looks at, at Anna and then is like, I get unwanted sexual advances from men and women on a consistent basis. And like, you can see the wheels in her head are turning and she's like, it's like she's putting two and two together and she's figuring it out because up to this point in her life, she's basically been an asexual being. She has been in survival mode constantly. She doesn't have that she has not moved on out of survival to even think about anything romantic he, he, he continues the first time that someone in the nobility approached Titus to purchase me for an evening I was 14 are you serious Thankfully enough, he worried that that it would cause issues with his experiments. And so I was lucky that he never acquiesced. But it was a, uh, an issue. Alright, so that... That explains a few things. And Magdalene is over there, hand over her mouth, trying so hard not to laugh. <laughs> it's like, like not that the subject matter is funny, but that Anna like is that freaking like dim when yeah. it comes to this. Um, and Anna sits back with kind of a more of a discerning eye, like the eye of uh, like an artist or something. And she does take in your physical appearance and seeing that you are very symmetrical with great nose and nice solid cheekbones and a nice jaw and she's kind of like all right i can see it now which that then, now, with her looking at him like that he starts getting kind of uncomfortable <laughs> he's kind of like stop looking at me stop looking at me stop looking at me exactly um and uh so so now that she gets it she's like so you magdalene you need me to protect him from the ladies as it were Magdalene just smiles and she says, just don't let him be alone with anyone. Because an Azmir is a great prize. So, just know that. 
you have anything you would like to say? No, no, <laughs> that is that is enough. Um, yeah, yeah, all right. Uh, so, um, so Kintargo is uh, the city. This um, is what you need to know about Terra. <laughs> Her last mission. It had involved a pencil. I got, yeah, I got it my pencil. I got pencil, right? It involved a rumor that had begun to be spread of individuals being taken that seemed to be loosely related to the Bellflower Network within Kentargo. The people that weren't high enough ranking that they would be a major hole missing but they were individuals that would help us ferry people or um, or members of the underground were they people that would be missed by society not without people knowing that they were missing does that make sense? Yeah. So they weren't the, the they weren't the homeless. They weren't they, they all had established homes and lives, but they were not are not people that we would society in general would work. Yeah. Yeah. So she was looking into that kind of a situation. Um, there'd also been some rumblings of information from a few of the more seedy underbelly members of the Kentago society, which range from, you know, the top echelon mm-hmm. and the lower dregs as well that she was investigating, that there might be some connection that she could find from the cartels that were, or that are still in operation mm-hmm. in Kentago. Ravenel is new, of co- new enough country at this point still that... Wait, so... Clarification. Yes. So there were rumblings in the underbelly of what, though? Like in the in the cartels that there of, might, of... That there might be some information that she could use. That the Bellflower Network could use. And that was the last communication? Yes. Tara was going to be meeting with a few of the members of the cartel the main cartel in Kentargo, and that was the last I had heard. Do you have names? No, unfortunately I do not. All I know is it was um, called the Nightwing organization, the Nightwing gang, something like that, and you can tell she doesn't totally remember what the name of it was. Can I can I roll Underworld lore? Uh, yes. I'll see if I've heard of them. Uh, it's a 17 oh, plus um, uh, my th- my underworld lore is a 10. So that is a 27. Okay. All right. So um, the Nightwing uh, gang, I mean, I'm, it's a group of individuals that are at the very, the, the organization leaders are at rumored to be at the very top of Kentargo society. They are a part of the um, council of Kentargo, which is why they have been having issues with things like slaves being taken back to Cheliax, 
and whatnot. Um, that's what the rumor is, is that the head of this cartel, this group, this gang, I don't know what word to use for it, but they, um, they're in the top of, of the of government society of society and of government. Um, are we thinking that they are trading in? It is possible. Gotcha. Which is why, and Foreman Maglin says, this is why we thought that possibly they would have the information that we need about what's happening within our organization, within our network. They are also the same people, though, who would be turning us in. Yes. Tara knew the risk. Yeah. She and I discussed it before she left, the possibility of needing to speak with these people. They are not an unknown element. No, no, I have heard. I have heard. But this is, this is what her mission was. This is what she was looking at. This is what she's good at. She is much like you as. She knows how to get information out of people. And then she looks at Anna and says, this is where you will need to come in to keep him safe. If you are going into the top echelons of society to try and route out what happened, you will need her. And Anna kind of is now a little uncomfortable herself. <laughs> Looks over at, at Anna. She's like, she is right. I cannot, uh, well, I can disguise myself. But I will need backup. And at times, in a back alley brawl, I am not the most, uh... Sturdy? Fair. <laughs> Fair. And Anna kind of tap wraps the table and she says, um, I am all for it. Especially if it involves taking down some corrupt individuals at the top of government. But please understand that my, and she's looking at Magdalene at this point, she says, I, my first and foremost goal of coming out of Cheliax is to find my sister. So if you find information, I will want that immediately. And I have sworn no oath. Just please be aware. And Farmer Magdalene just nods and says, I would never expect you to do anything more than what you feel comfortable with doing. As at this moment, we'll also... Looks over at Anna. Anna, you mentioned at one time that you had a greater need than just uh, an issue with slavery for working against Kuth Waldwin in the souls. What about him? And she give me a give me a perception check. Uh, or a only a four, so sixteen. You can tell she's uncomfortable talking about okay. this. Is that? Do you still feel that? I don't understand what you're asking me. You seemed 
motivated in a stronger sense to stop him. I, I, I do, you do not need to tell me the nature, but am I right? I was given a task by my patron to stop him. What do you mean by your patron? Who do you think I am talking about as? He looks over at Farmer Magdalene. She kind of looks at you like, I don't know what she's talking about. You're talking of Phrasma herself. Yes. She came to me and asked in her way to stop him. And so I know eventually I will have to go back and stop whatever it is that he is doing. But for the moment, I just need to be away. There's one thing I've learned serving here in the network is that even a small person at the right moment can strike even at those much larger and more powerful. No, he is more powerful. He absolutely yeah. took all of my plans and threw them in the dirt in about half a second. Magdalene, can you keep me appraised through the normal means of what is happens in Enferak? Absolutely. There Excuse is me. most like Absolutely. However, please know you were our contact within the Citadel. Yes. So we will be much slower getting information than we would have previously. The, I, he looks to Anna for, for uh, her opinion as, um, as well. I do not think that they are going to be quiet about it. No, I do not believe they will be. And if they've sent anyone after us, it won't be quiet either. Yeah. They are not the subterfuge espionage type. They are the come in, kill everyone, and take what's left. You never met any of the, the listeners, did you? Now they creep me out. Yeah, I have. Believe me, they can be quiet when they want to be. And they are in your mind before you know it. But... Great, now I'm not going to sleep. There will be... They will not be quiet, Magdalene. So, simply send on what you hear. I will. I will send you anything that we hear about it. And you had previously discussed this with her, correct? Yeah, like I, think, I think we'd on. given her kind of the, the gist of what yeah. was going on. Yeah, um, this is something that is going to be very attentively um, watched. So you don't need to worry about that. And we will send you any information that we do have. And she kind of looks up at the at the clock and looks out the window and says, if we're leaving tomorrow for Contago, we should probably go to bed. Yeah. This is not yes. going to be a short journey. And she kind of looks back at the map and she does a real quick calculation and she says, it's gonna be about six and a half days. 
of yeah. travel for us to Cantago, and then I will continue on to Brymore with the halflings. Um, we'll how, take how many miles a day? Uh, about between 16 to 20, depending on how fast we can go. She sees as kind of face, kind of like, oh. <laughs> Don't worry. It'll be fine. We have a cot, right? I will let you ponder on that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. A cart is too loud and too boisterous. And you and, and, and Anna and, and Magdalene can both tell, like, he's just kind of, like, deflating. Like, oh, no. Over there. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't. And she, she kind of reaches out to reassure you. And she touches your hand and says, it's going to be fine. We have made this trek with very little. There are towns along the way. There are places for us to stop. It isn't six days straight of nothing but walking. That is not my, my, uh, that is good, but, uh, I served as the personal servant of a very wealthy man. I did not walk 16 miles a day. On the average, I <laughs> rode in carriages. And the teleported. (laughs) This is. Oh my gosh! Anna's dying right now. (laughs) Oh, she's like. He's like looking down at his shoes. They're like, it's going. He's wearing fancy shoes here. Nice, nice shoes. And Anna's just like, well, I believe we finally found something that you are not all that good at. (laughs) This and surviving a uh, fake creature. Apparently. And she's like, don't worry. You will be fine. We will carry you if we have to. Uh, excuse <laughs> me. I, I have some uh, preparations for tomorrow. And you see him pull out his spell book. <laughs> and go over and start looking at what spells do I know that will help me walk this far? <laughs> Unfortunately, so, Phantom but... Steed is an arcane spell. Oh, so it comes no. from my, it would come from my... Uh, uh, sorcerer levels that I can only adjust every level, uh-huh, not my divine can't. spell oh, tree, which I can change out every day. <laughs> well, you, you, uh, dang it. Anna and Anna and Farmer Magdalene have a very good boisterous laugh at your expense. And, uh, Magdalene stands up and says, I am going to go to bed. I will see you all in the morning and she turns around and she goes very quietly very stealthily because she goes down the hall and opens the door to the halfling room and um shuts it behind her and Anna just kind of finishing up a giggle she stands up and she just kind of pats you on the shoulder a little bit and she, she says look it really will be okay I promise the, the first the first actually nope the second day is the worst but you'll be fine and then she says to as her tone changes and it's a little bit more serious and she says thank you I don't think I've said that yet through all of this and now that we're actually leaving and going somewhere different I just 
I thought I would tell you that, and if we find anything out about my sister, it will be because of you. So thank you. He, he looks up. Last night, you asked about my family. Not my birth parents, but my family. Yeah. They are elsewhere in Chiliax. You haven't gotten them out? They have not been where I was. So I understand your plight. And when we can, I... You look as he gets also like very serious. I will be honest. I have always been... Since they were sold, I have been far from them. And the idea of being able to find them and freeze them has been not I thought I had. And I guess now I can. So I will help you find your sister. And when the time comes... You help me find my family. Absolutely. I promise. And with that, she gives your ha- your shoulder another little pat, and she walks back to the room, um, having gathered all of her things that had been kind of strewn on the table. Um, and has and pulled back out his book and starts again, like looking furiously for something. And I am seriously right now looking through my smoke. <laughs> like, do I have anything that will help me walk? Yep. And uh, that, with that, everyone goes to bed, and we will end tonight's session. Already? Yeah. Oh. I kind of figured you didn't want to start on the big thing. In. At 10.30 at night. If you want to start. We it's up not, to you. We are not starting that tonight. That's okay. going to be a very long thing. No. <laughs> Fine. Well, thank you all for, for jumping on <gasps> Thank night. you so much, you guys, for jumping on and joining our fairly emotionally uh, charged session. A lot of role play tonight. tonight. A, lot, a lot of role play tonight. There were, a lot of, there were quite a few roles. There's a lot of role play. Quite a few roles. Oh, Reaper wants to see some new terrain next. Oh, okay. I can guarantee you, Reaper, that is happening tonight. <laughs> I mean, t- not tonight. Not tonight. Tonight. Next week. Next stream. Hundred percent. Promise you. Next stream, that is coming out. Um, the uh, Glass Canyon will be making an appearance. Um, but yes. Yeah, so, um, if you have found any value in what you've watched tonight, and you haven't already followed us, please uh, hit smash that follow button, um, the little heart. And uh, you'll stay up to date on every time we go live, which we do Monday nights at 8.30, where we talk about terrain, tabletops, and kind of, or tabletop uh, games and other games as well. Apparently Marvel movies, because that came up a lot last night. (laughs) We talk about storytelling. We talk talk a lot about about storytelling and GMing and whatnot. Um, And then, of course, Tuesday nights here, we do our normal campaign. Um... So yeah. Uh, so, yeah, if you uh, jumped on midway through the stream, it is immediately available on Twitch. 
Um, it, this tonight's episode will be available on Friday on video on demand uh, on YouTube. Uh, please, if you are new to the stream, please follow. Uh, we are hoping to get soon to that affiliate, affiliate. so we can start having uh, people that subscribe. Seriously, you guys, I have like an entire page of stuff that we're going to be doing, so please. Also, below, donate, please. Um, we have the link down below to donate to the Utah, Utah Parent pa Center yep. for assistance with children that have parents who have children with autism. So, uh, and if that's everything, I think then. That's all. We love you guys. Thank you so much for hanging with us for the last couple of hours. And remember, it only takes two. Good night. Hi, Haley here. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, take a second and smash that subscription button. Better yet, rate and review so that other tabletop fans can find us too. If you want to be part of the stream live, check us out on Tuesdays at 8.30 p.m. Mountain Daylight Time on twitch.tv slash partyof2rpg. Well, we'll catch you later. And remember, it only takes two. Bye.